Friends, here we are on Christmas Eve. All the candles are lit on the Advent wreath. All the decorations are filling up the front of this wonderful sacred sanctuary. We get to sing all the great Christmas carols. Well, not all of them, but some really good ones. Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Joy to the World. And we get to look into the sky for the Christmas star and listen for the angels saying, Glory to God in the highest. Here we are again on Christmas Eve. Listen to the story from Luke 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone all around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On most years when we hear this story, we have our challenges. We know about illness. We may have experienced loss in that year. We may have grief and heartache. Those are all part of life as we know it. But this year, well, this year, it just seems so much more gloomy and difficult. We can't even gather in this sacred space on this holy night and light candles together and share communion around this table and sing Silent Night. We have other holiday plans and traditions that have been greatly disrupted. 
We have another pandemic that is also challenging us, racial injustice, for which there is no emerging vaccine. It's just calling forth from us our lament, our confession, and our efforts to make right our society toward justice and wholeness. And on top of all that, we can name climate change and concerns about our basic democracy and civility, great division in the land. Indeed, gloom and worry and difficulty and disruption are part of our lives. Yet they are also very much a part of this story. Gloom and difficulty and disruption and heartache. Think about this. The backdrop of Mary and Joseph going to Bethlehem is Caesar Augustus looming with his absolute power. And the power structures were harsh, especially on people like Mary and Joseph, who had so little means and who couldn't even find a place to stay pregnant and about to deliver. The backdrop of shepherds in the fields is a culture of great gloom and hardship. These were people barely scratching out a living, worrying about where, where the next meal might be coming from, sitting on a hillside, making sure the sheep were safe, but very much anxious and concerned about their own safety and well-being. The backdrop of angels singing is a world full of terror. King Herod ruled with oppression and fear. And as we know, when the top person in the land is fearful, it becomes contagious for everybody in society. Problematic for everyone. Herod would quickly crush any sense of hope and joy in the land. Herod planned to slaughter the innocents, as we read in Matthew chapter 2, just to root out this rumor of a newborn king. That kind of culture creates tremendous anxiety and terror. But this is the world. Think about it. This is the harsh and gloomy and broken and fearful world into which the Savior was born. Let that phrase sink in from this text. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. Let that sink in in this day to our lives with our gloom and difficulty and disruption. Here's the point. The angel's message is this. It's not Caesar in Rome. It's not Herod in Jerusalem. It's not Pilate as governor. It's not presidents. It's not premiers. It's not executives. It's not generals. Not any of them will be king and rule because the world is being set toward a new way in this story. God's way brings a savior born into the gloom and into the terror of the world to demonstrate and depict God's goodness, God's plans, God's promises, God's power, God's hope. God will restore the world back to its sanity. God will bring help and healing, especially, 
especially where and when it's most needed. In the face of fear and threats, God will bring joy. That's the promise. In the face of oppression and injustice, God will bring justice. In the face of suffering and sorrow, God will bring wholeness. This year, this hard, long, challenging year, let us hear the words of this story and of these angels to you. This day is born a Savior, Christ the Lord. Those who continue to celebrate the birth of Christ trust that he's still the world's best hope. And we try to follow him because we know that that way, Jesus' way, brings light into the world. So even with all the gloom and even with all the difficulty, we may know God has not given up on us or given up on the world. And the redeeming of the world will always come about as those who know and trust Jesus keep on with the promises and the work of Jesus. God's love is like this, and God calls us to love following Jesus. May God's love and God's spirit break into our tired and gloomy lives and transform all of us with hope. May God's grace and kindness break in with power and light and bring holiness. May God's angels break into all of our old patterns and all of our gloomy expectations and renew us from the core and give us purpose and give us peace. God intends us to live following Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, Christ the Lord. We keep going that way. May it be so. Alleluia. Amen.